0: haven't been able to be with us all weekend, go to YouTube and look up Life of Faith North, the church has a YouTube channel, and all of what we've done this weekend is there uh, under the live videos, feel free to watch, I encourage you go back and watch from Friday night and yesterday, because there's a lot that Dr. Nick has poured into us in those sessions and stuff, so there's a lot in there, and he's going to pick up where he has been leading us and go this morning, so just get ready to receive and open yourself up and take it away. Thank you, Pastor. Bro, I'm so proud of you. Mm. Made me cry. You're you're a trailblazer for the whole church. You're doing it, and there are other people going to follow your lead because you're a leader. I'm so proud of you. Anyway, okay. My name is uh, Nick Castellano, and uh, I'm a lot of you don't know me so yet. So uh, I'm from Brooklyn, New York, originally. Uh, Italian, oldest of six, so I got whacked all the time because I was the oldest of six and I was the only one that did the wrong stuff, right? And I shouldn't tell the other ones how to do it right. So uh, when my uh, great uncle, his name was uh, Pauly Castellano, he was part of the Gambino family, he got whacked, as they say, by John Gotti. We moved from New York to Virginia, and that's where I was raised in Virginia, so You know, I don't talk like this all the time. You know what I'm saying? I I, I talk like a regular person. But, uh, yeah, so my background is uh, I've got a master's in biochemistry. I've got a doctorate in philosophy and theology. And uh, the reason I got the doctorate is because I traveled. I've been to 93 different countries, uh, and I want to know their ways. Because if you know their ways, then you can actually talk to them about jesus but using their communication ability their their vocabulary because you know be all things to all people is what paul told us so it, it's not about me it's about me getting the message i carry to them and you know i've been called to a lot of muslim nations <clears throat> and they're so close they're so close to being saved they believe in isa and marion which is that what they call jesus son of mary they believe he's the one coming back at the end of time to bring uh, peace to this earth for a thousand years so he's they're believing a lot of the same stuff they just don't believe that he was born of a virgin so that's where they miss it but because of that miss they miss the relationship they could have with papa god and uh, so that's was my job is to help them with that now i was there for oil that's what i do i've got patents in the oil industry i'm uh I ran a program called Business Mentorship International where we started over 420 businesses because the body of Christ has to empower itself. And each of us has a thing inside us, that a purpose, a reason. And all we did was find that purpose, that passion, and then wrap a business vehicle around it and let them create wealth. And you know what? They never work a day in their life because they love what they do. And, oh, by the way, they get paid for it. Isn't that a great concept? Instead of getting a job just over broke, J-O-B. It, it's time to not just have just over broke. It's time to uh, step into abundance. See, God laid up shalom where he wants you. Not where you are. He want, He's put it where he needs you. And I've created you for this reason. And in that place, I'll put health, wealth, prosperity, peace, joy, nothing missing, nothing lacking. Or you can take the I call it Wim Junction way out and just get a job. But you'll never see shalom. You'll always be in the wilderness eating manna. Just enough to get by. It's Friday. You're out of money. Or th- you finally get paid. Okay. But by Monday, you're broke. Not much of a living. So what we try to do is teach how do you get out of that mindset? And a lot of this is our stinking thinking. You know, we have generational curses that we've got from our grandfather and from our great-grandfather, and we just keep doing the same things over and over again, expecting different results. So what we've been talking about this weekend, we've talked about quantum physics. What? Oh, my gosh. We showed that you actually create the reality you live in based on the thoughts and the intents of your heart, just like the Word says. Out of the heart flow the issues of life. The word issues means boundaries. You set up your own boundaries based on what you believe in your heart. Now, some of the things I'm going to say are hard, and I love you. And you can be mad, but we want it'll make you change. If you're mad, it's because you know it's the truth. You wouldn't be mad if it wasn't the truth, and you weren't doing the thing. So... Out of the heart flow, the issues of life. So if you're making 20 grand a year, 50 grand a year, that's because that's what you think you're worth. But if you can expand your soul, your mind, will, and emotions, if you can think a different way, if you can feel a different way, and if you can act a different way, you'll get different results. So if you're thinking it's just about wealth, it's not. It's about laying pavement for your children's children so that they can run on smooth pavement because you're a curse breaker. You're the one, you're a warrior. You're the one who said no more. Somebody got to say no more. For me, I said no more because, you know, we were just making it every, every month. And uh, so... I I wasn't gonna put up with that anymore because that's the way my grandfather was. That's the way my father was, and I'm like, no more. So, but first thing I had to do is stop drinking. You know, I was like, I think I used up my allotment by the time I was 35 allotment for a life. I realized I kept ending up in jail, so it probably wasn't good. And I was a nuclear chemist. I was an instructor for nuclear chemistry. So it that has nothing to do with smarts. It has to do with wisdom. Do I And so the pain was finally great enough in my life where I changed from, I think maybe I could possibly have a problem with drinking. Maybe. And so when I figured that part out, I went, I better stop. And so 28 years ago, I, I haven't had a drink in 28 years because I knew that it wasn't advantageous to bring that to and give that to my son or my son's son. Somebody got to say no more if you're a warrior, let's let's go to war. And the thing you're going to war with is what's in here and what's in here. That's where the battle is. It's not out here. There are no victims in the body of Christ. None. Zero. If you have all power, dominion, and authority through Christ Jesus, I heard the guy say it. I've seen it in the Bible. Then how can you be a victim? Unless you choose to advocate your authority. That's the only way. Because if you advocate your authority, there's no responsibility. Yahoo, not my fault. Bad stuff happened, not my fault. Must be God's will. Well, why don't we just be Muslims then? Must be the will of Allah. No, but he gave us a creative power. He put it in us. He made us in his likeness and image. So he did something we can't do. <laughs> it was so amazing. He barad. The word in Hebrew is barah, to create from nothing. Right? But he said, I love you so much, I'm going to let you, saw take from the unseen and bring it into the seen. So he created all things seen and unseen. God did. So I'm not taken from something that not is. It's just not in this realm. My job is to grab it and create it, I mean, bring it from the unseen realm into the seen realm. Because he laid it up for me. I think that's why when we, we pass away and we go to heaven, we see all the stuff he had for us and we cry. And he has to drug wipe away our tears because it was like, well, I didn't do none of that. I stayed safe. I stayed safe. I'm in safety. Oh, awesome. I'm in comfort. Those are curse words. Comfort kills success. If you're not stressing yourself, you're not growing. If you're not growing, what are you doing here? Because all your creation is going to be judged based on what you do during this wisp of time this little wisp of time that you have on this planet, what you, you're going to be judged based on the works that you do during this wisp of time, it says in Revelations. So if we're going to be judged, let's go ahead and take a shot. Let's try it. And the greatest thing is if you're in a community like this, you can try it and others will help you get through it. Because it's, you're not by yourself. The greatest thing is you're not alone anymore. And if you know you're not alone anymore... You can you can succeed because when I'm hurting, oh, somebody's going to hold my arms up for me. Thank you, Jesus. I needed the help. I forgot just for a moment who I was. I forgot just for a moment how amazing you made me. So if you get some time, please go back and look at the trainings on some of the quantum physics stuff that shows that science says we create the reality we live in. Science says this through the double slit experiment of quantum physics. Everything is a, everything is made out of energy. I'm a nuclear chemist. Okay, I'll just say real quick. <coughs> an atom, we all were taught, is a proton, neutron and an electron, right? And then you say, "Well, what about these protons? They're made out of something called quarks, which are energy packets." And two up quarks and a down quark is a proton, and two down quarks and an up quark is a neutron. So we got these energy packets, and then electrons are just wave potentials. So everything in life is a potential, and then as soon as the outside observer observed it, boom, it became matter. It brought the unseen into the scene. It said, since you believe it's supposed to be there, you're right. It is. And that's what quantum physics showed us, that the observer, based on the belief in his heart, created the reality of that thing being there. And that's what we do. Because we believe bad things happen in threes, we get bad things in threes. Well, I got one bad thing. Well, get ready for two more because I know bad things happen in threes. That's what somebody told me once. And we believe it. And you're right because you just created it. You gave it the energy to be so. Does that make sense? Okay. So <coughs> the, the the key here is now – what I what I did today is we talked about how we can become addicted to our thoughts. And 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 then you want, what happens? Well, you end up reliving your yesterday tomorrow. Every day's the same day. Groundhog day, groundhog day. Everything looks the same to me. Why will it ever change? Cuz our thoughts aren't changing. Right? He says capture each thought and hold it to the glory of God. Are we capturing our thoughts? How do we know how to capture a thought? So what I did was I put together a little process on the board here just to help us through this. Because I think this is so important that I have a tool to actually capture these thoughts. When I know I'm in a bad place. When I'm thinking, oh, let me hear me say, the worst case scenario. Why do we think the worst case scenario? Why couldn't we think the best case scenario? Oh, we got go to go the worst-case scenario. And, and when we do that, what do we create? What do we give our energy to? Worst-case scenario. See, we have daily bread. Give us this day our daily bread. And that's our energy allotment for the day. We choose where we're going to focus it. Are we going to focus it on life and things that bring life into our life? Or are we going to bring focus on the things that, oh, what if this happens? Oh, what if this happens? Oh, what if this happens? Oh, and we wasted all of our energy on what-ifs. And then we might create things we don't want to see. I knew it was going to happen. Yeah, you did it. Good job. I knew that guy was going to mess me over. Yep, well done. Good job. He did. Because you created it. You gave your energy to the fact that that's what was going to happen. And as soon as you give that energy to that thing, it becomes so. Because God... the. Whole universe assumes we know we're in charge. The earth was given to us. We have all power, dominion, and authority. I looked up all in the Greek and Hebrew and it means all. So you can't there's no slide now, well, if it be God's will. No, he already told you his will. It's in the book. He wishes that you should prosper. You know, we, we want to prosper. And it's not prosperity for you, it's prosperity for him. See you magnify. He magnifies you, makes you huge, so that you can magnify him. All glory goes to God. I'm just another dude, another guy on the planet, but you know what? I'm making all this money, and you know what? Praise God, because it ain't me. All I did was have the guts to do the things he told me to do. But if we stay in where we're at, we're going to keep getting the same stuff we always got. And that's not what we want, right? We want to see differences in our life. We want to see a different life. We want to change our life so that our kids' kids will have a different life. We want our ceiling to be their floor. Right? Okay. So, any questions? That was a slight fire hose. (laughs) But it it was important. I I just wanted to give you a, a little where we're coming from. So... Here's how it works. You think a thought. Okay, I got a thought. Uh, you know, how can I capture every thought? Well, it's not. Don't don't worry about that. Think a thought. Now, a picture is created in the mind based on that thought. You got a little picture. Typically, that picture, and then and then and then the picture gives you an emotion. You, you all of a sudden you feel an emotion based on the picture you created from the thought that you had. I'll give you a little example like this before. Two guys lose their job on the same day. Twin brothers. One guy, his thought is, oh, my gosh, that's it. I'm going to be on the street corner holding up a sign we'll work for. He's homeless now. The other guy loses the job, and he goes, all right, now I can start my own business. Two different mindsets Same circumstance, but circumstance does not dictate your emotion. You do. You choose it. Well, that's just the way I'm wired. Okay, well, it's time to rewire. That's the way the dad did it. Well, that's great, but I don't want those curses that my dad gave me, so I'm going to do it a different way because I'm a warrior, and I fight the good fight of faith inside me. Okay? So you think a thought, a picture's created, The picture gives you an emotion. Typically, this emotion is based on something a long time ago. You know, this picture looks just like the thing when I was eight years old. And all of a sudden, and and my dad told me I would never amount to anything. And when he said that, I didn't screen it out. I just assumed that was truth and that it came into my heart. And when I believe in my heart, then that is the heart is is the thing that decides what you're going to, that's your subconscious. That's the thing that decides the outcome of this thing. So if you believe that you're not enough, you're right. Does that make sense? Because you believed it. Because you have the strength to believe and latched onto it. And you say, yep, you're right. I'm not enough. But the hypothalamus at that point, this is just brain stuff, the hypothalamus releases neuropeptides that key lock into every cell of your body and you vibrate at a certain frequency. You go, oh, that's weird. When someone walks into a room and they're angry, tell me you can't feel it. What are you feeling? They didn't say nothing. They're vibrating at a low frequency. You can feel the anger. You can feel it because they are vibrating very low. I call it your zip code. In that vibrating frequency of anger and fear and worry, their zip code is one that's not a very good zip code. That's trailer trash zip code. That's the zip code you don't want to be at. Because the best case scenario is you're not going to get whacked that day. Good job. Because there's a lot of bad stuff that could happen in that zip code. But you chose the zip code because you said, oh, emotion, I'm just going to go follow you instead of being the boss of you. See, emotions want to be in motion. That's their thing. They want it. So they want to lead you, but they're supposed to follow you. So when you feel that feeling of, "Oh my gosh, this fear, worry, all the emotion is really telling you is, "Hey, warning, warning, you're going in the wrong direction." So it, you don't you don't have to follow through with it. Warning, "Oh my gosh, I'm feeling fear." Hmm. Let's think on that. I'm not why am I feeling fear for this situation? Now, what do we do? How do I get out of that? Well, you take that lie, I'm not enough, and you cover it with what the word says. I'm more than enough. I'm an overcomer. I'm a conqueror. I am the righteousness of Christ. I am the head and not the tail. You guys all say that. Do we say it? Is it in our heart? Or is this the words we can say so everybody can go, amen? What do you say? I don't know, Amen. I just say amen. Let it be so is what we're saying when we say amen. Are we just saying let it be so? Or are we actually listening? So so we we, 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 we cover it with the truth of the word. And when we see the truth, that will set you free. And then what you do is you take your gratitude list. Now you think right there in that plug-in right down there, all the things you're so I'm so happy and grateful for that. I have a house. I have friends. I have a wonderful wife. I have children. And you're grateful, grateful, grateful. All of a sudden, you're resonating at a better frequency. Your emotion is no longer fear, lack, and worry. It's peace, joy, and love. Now you think a thought. It's a new thought with a new picture. And when you see that new picture, you've got more hypothalamus neuropeptides And you're vibrating at a higher frequency or a new zip code. See, in that zip code, all these mansions and stuff, in that zip code, a bad day is when your garage door opener don't work on your five-car garage. That's a bad day. Because that neighborhood doesn't have bad days. But it's our choice how we do it. It's our choice what we focus on. And what we focus on, we get more of. Whatever we give life to, the dog that we feed is the dog that grows. Right? So if you're going to keep feeding the dog a lack, fear, and worry, guess what you're going to (coughs) get? And why? Well, because you have all power, dominion, and authority. You must want lack, fear, and worry. No, I don't want it. Yeah, but you want it. It's in your heart. So we got to work on our heart, and this is just a tool to help you. Now, gratitude list—that's hard. I challenge you when you get home to write a gratitude list. I am so happy and grateful for, and then make a list. I know people that have had hard times squeaking out one. I ain't dead yet. Okay, good, awesome. But is there anything else that you're grateful for? What are you so happy for? And when you focus on these things, in Philippians 4.8, it tells you what to focus on. Guess what you get? More of those things. You're the boss of you. Things don't happen to you. You happen to things. See, the victim mindset is, things happen to me. Circumstance, no, 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 no. You're the boss. You now change that. You happen to things to change the circumstances. If you're an environment changer, if you got the Holy Spirit in you, if you carry the kingdom with you, why would we settle for less? And just because you can quote the Bible, don't mean you live it. It's easy to know the words. It's hard to get them in your heart, so you wield it as the tool it was meant to be, so you can. See, we walk, when we're born and we're saved, hallelujah, <clears throat> we are children in Christ. The word in the Greek is technon, it means you're a child in Christ, and you got to get fed, you got to get nurtured, you got to get held up. Too many people in the body of Christ are staying kids. It's time to grow up, because it says, all creation groaneth for the manifestation of the sons of God. The word is wheels, whole different word. I'm more than just saved. I'm wielding the power that God has given me to do his will on this earth. Because it ain't about me. Well, that's going to be hard. Yep. But it ain't about you. If you've given your life to Christ and he's died for you, you're the dead man already. So how hard is a dead man to go through stuff? How can you be hurt if you're a dead man? The only problem that holds you back is you. Pride gets in the way. What about me? What about me? What about me? What about me? And I'm just talking like this because this is what I went through. This is just my my process that helped me get to the end of it so I could actually have some tools to help me through this thing, if that makes sense. So one of the other things... Your identity, the moment you step out of that comfort, you know what? I'm going to get different. You know what? I'm going to start that business. You know what? I can do that business because I'm meant to be that handyman, and I'll be the best dang handyman. And my mindset is not going to stop me from being that handyman. Okay? So w- once you say that, guess what? Here comes the attack. Here it comes. I mean, he don't do any new tricks. When he knows, uh-oh, I see you on my radar, blip. Blip, somebody's starting to do, uh-uh, mm-mm. Here's what I'll do. I'll attack your identity. Uh, who are you, dude? Don't you remember all that stuff you did? Here, let me help you, and I'll bring it up for you. Got a little file cabinet, all the stuff you did wrong in your life. And then it'll keep you down, because you'll. as soon as you come into agreement with that stuff, then that's the moment that... He's right. But if you don't come into agreement with that stuff, because you're not going to agree with that, you're going to agree with the wor- what the Word says. Now, here's the funny thing about Satan. He did this to Jesus. He's sitting there, and he just 40 days in the desert, got sticks in his hair. He'd been, well, I don't know if he had sticks in his hair, but he didn't eat. He didn't drink. He was, it was a long time. And he said, if you be the Son of God, identity, you be the son. He said it over and over. If you be the son of God. He was trying to get his identity because if he get his identity then he gets him. <clears throat> and there is no savior because he bought into the baloney that Satan was throwing him. He has no new tricks. But no, that's what's going to get attacked is your identity. So what I use as a tool is an I am statement. Because any words you say after I am Are the most powerful things in the world. What's God's name? The one he gave himself. Not Jehovah, not Yahweh, not all. He said, I am that I am. That's what he said. And so, I am. Wow. So anything we say after I am wields power. If that makes sense. Okay. So, I am the righteousness of Christ. I am the head, not the tail. I am a person that never sees defeat. I am a person who's able to communicate complex ideas and put them in simple forms so others may use them as tools in their life. That's me. Now, when I'm going through it and I'm struggling, I get my, my card out and I read it out loud. And, and you know what I believe? My voice. Because I start to believe what I'm saying. I hear my voice and I say it over and over again. And, I'll, and then pretty soon I'm like, I'm getting juiced. Yeah. Oh, yeah, now now I, can, uh, now I can attack. Now I'm in the right place. Now I'm good. Because I'm not vibrating down here. I'm remembering who he created me to be. It's just a tool to take you out of that place of fear, lack, and worry, if that makes sense. So, questions? <laughs> <coughs> yeah, I love it. Go ahead, man. You earned it. <laughs> Amen. As soon as you believe it, you speak it out, and you speak it out, and you know well, who am I talking to? Well, what am I, who am I kidding? Uh, and all of a sudden you go, you know what? Yeah. You know what? I do believe the word more than I believe what's going on out here. So, Yes, I, and as soon as you do that, the chemistry changes. Everything changes. <coughs> I I've had to say it 10 times in the car, pulled over to the side of the road passionately reminding myself, who am I? Or else I'm subject to circumstance instead of circumstance being subject to me. Right? Other questions? Yes, sir. here's the thing. I'm going to go nerd on you real quick. There's something called the heart brain. Fells Heart Institute found out there's actually a brain in the heart and it's a 40,000 ganglion in the heart. So when a heart transplant from one person to another, they get some of the memories of that person. And (coughs) And, you know, they have books on all that. The point is, when the Bible said, as a man believeth in his heart, so is he. It didn't mean subconscious. It meant heart. See, God always knows more than we think we know. And when he said heart, he didn't make a mistake. He knows what the heart is. So when we and then we just catch up slowly with science to what the Bible's already told us. But when we start to believe science over what the word says, uh, we we get ourselves in trouble. Because science is trying to get rid of a God. You know, they'll even call them other names source power. Uh power yeah this just, just source energy hurt all of it but God that's who it is God you have a question what story first time I did this uh, <laughs> this was the the first time I did this it was a time what let me tell you a little bit about me I lost $17.3 million doing real estate in 2008. Not listening to the sexy voice of the Holy Spirit. My wife. (laughs) You see, in them days, I'm the man. And I'm Italian. And I know business. And woman, quiet. I got this one. Right? I'm making money hand over fist. So I've got all these properties going building a dinner theater, all kinds of stuff. I'm just riding high. Nothing can stop Nick. God isn't really in the equation. I say he is. You know how you do that? Yeah, and oh, yeah, when you bless me, God, I'll give you yeah, yeah, Not really. But, yeah. Anyway, so the market crashed, and she kept telling me, we need to sell the properties. 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 Sell the properties. And I did not. And it cost us $17.3 million. And uh, so (coughs) what was my lesson to learn then? Well, first of all, I don't make any decisions without my wife's agreement. Because uh, I don't care. It's business. I mean, I'm doing business all over the world. But she can see things I can't see. (laughs) And and so (coughs) when she buys into it, now we're together as one. And even if we make a bad decision, God will make it good because we bought together as one. So the girl is not the one. You know, I let let my wife sit back and no responsibility. And she she was okay with that. Okay, good luck. Go. Right? Advocate all authority. Well, she doesn't do that anymore after that little incident. So I was – I had these patents that I had created in the oil industry and we're hurting for cash and we're having to pay a seventy thousand dollar nut a month. Seventy thousand dollars going out of my pocket a month. And that was a whole nother thing. What am I learning there? Who my provider is. So <coughs> all of us every month, somehow, we would make it. Somehow. I think it was month thirteen, I went, Wow so brilliant. God must be my provider. Ding, 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 ding. Way to go, Nick. Good job. Way to go. But see, I was taught, I'm the man. I'm the one that raises it. Yeah, praise God. Yep. Yeah. But I got it. And I couldn't get it anymore. It had to be him, because money was coming from weird places, strange places, and I just had to believe he's my provider. That was the test. Because what happened next was this company out of Australia wanted to merge with me and give me a whole bunch of money to merge with them. Well, my wife and I talked, and she said, this is what I think we should see. And I agreed, and they didn't offer that. And so me, I'm like, we're hurting it. I'm looking at it from the side. It looks like it might be God's word. Yeah, you know, let's try to make it so it fits into the God window a little bit. And she's going, no. No. We're not doing it. But honey, but honey, but honey. And so I'm, my my <laughs> identity was being attacked. And I was like, she's playing for the other team, man. So finally I, I said, this is what we need to see, X dollars. And this is how it has to be set up. And they said, well, thank you. We appreciate the opportunity, but we're not going to do it. You know, I was like, oh, my God. Well, uh, and, uh, okay, God is my provider, God is my provider, God is my provider. And and, and 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 so what did I do? Work on myself getting back into peace, joy, and love. Because if I'm in fear, lack, and worry, there's no way I'm going to get a good deal. Because it, it, the good deal doesn't exist in the uh, zip code of fear, lack, and worry. It exists in peace, joy, and love and trusting in the Lord. So <laughs> three days later, they call me and they say, You know everything you asked for? Yeah, we're giving it to you. Praise God. And so we didn't settle for the, and this is what I like to call it, so pay attention, the bribe before the breakthrough. Satan, when he knows you ain't quitting, he's going to give you something, a bribe. It looks kind of like it, maybe good, but it has a hook in it. It's got a hook in it. You know, if you bow down to me, I will give you all this, Satan said. He already know he's gonna have all that. And he ain't gonna bow down to Satan. And so but that's what the hook is. It's something evil attached to it. So you're settling. So don't settle for the bribe before the breakthrough. Know what it's gonna look like when you get it, and then don't settle for a dang thing less than that thing.